0: Tim LaCombe, Jake Scott, joining us now, and uh, ten straight road wins is certainly an impressive, impressive accomplishment.
1: Yeah, I mean, and the greatest part about it is they've done it, you know, at full strength. They've missed a couple guys. Last road trip without Donovan, and tonight that was that was a huge win. I mean, they just gutted that thing out.
2: David, do you remember or Ron too? Do you remember if they won ten straight road games last year? I wonder how many times that's happened in recent memory. Well. We have David checking that out. Already, yeah, I'm not, you know. I'm
0: not getting what I want. out of st- mm. Let's go to Rudy Gay with Holly Rowe. Really strong
2: game of 18 points. And what went down today when you found out that Gobert had the fever, couldn't go. Joe goes into health and safety protocol. Whiteside went through a uh, walkthrough but couldn't play. And then you get Eric Paschal on a plane and drops in just before game time. What a day.
3: Man, uh, first and foremost, congrats to E.P. He just had his baby son. Um, But, you know, that's the NBA. Things happen, things get shaken up. But uh, we have to be resilient and next man up kind of, you know, mentality. And uh, today it was me and and also, you know, Bogey kind of game he had. You know, it was great. So, you know, we we played good basketball and uh, we moved the ball around and, and we just, you know, came out with the
4: win.
5: You know, Rudy, there's been a lot of conversation about the small lineup and you had to do it out of necessity a lot tonight. It looked pretty good at times. Tell me about the spacing and how you guys were really able to get into a rhythm with the small lineup?
3: Well, I mean, um, you know, we have to pay our strengths. You know, the one thing about the small lineup, you know, you can't just put a small guy at the center. You have to put him, you know, where he wants, you know, where he feels comfortable. And today, you know, I felt comfortable. We were moving the ball and uh, we got open shots for, because of it.
5: Not only that, but I thought you were very important defensively and on the glass. Without Rudy Gobert's 15 rebounds a game, how did you take that upon yourself to really be a man inside?
3: <laughs> Don't get me wrong. It was tough. Yoke is a, is, a, is a load down there, and he's a, he's a great player, and and I'm, I'm a big fan of his. And uh, it was tough keeping him off the boards because he, you know, he's he knows how to get to him. Obviously, he's he's our MVP. So, you know, it, it was tough to be able to uh, have to you know stop him and also be on the boards.
5: Terrific game. Really great job tonight. Thanks so much, Rudy Gay.
0: Thanks to Holly and Thurl. So if I have this right, guys, this is the second longest road winning streak in jazz history. Okay. Third longest, third longest. The longest is 15 game road streak in 1994, 95. Ron Boone was with the team for that. Yes. Um, In 2018, they won 12 straight road games. And this year now at 10, which is the third longest streak in uh, and now they head to Toronto. I have a sneaking suspicion this street could uh could keep going. Uh, I was going to go the other way.
2: Oh, really? You're you're not? Maybe that's the one they drop on this trip. I just huh?
0: think there's a lot of stuff going on in Canada right now. Uh, that's a
2: good point. Well, because you remember those D Will Boozer teams were not good on the road. I I mean. You know, you go back to John and Carl, and obviously they were. But. So well,
0: Jerry's teams weren't great on the road because they fouled a lot.
6: You right. know, I'm, I'm, let me correct you on that. I don't think the Jazz back in the Carl Malone, John Stockton days were very good on the road, mm. but they were just dominant at home. I don't think they became a very good road team until Jeff Hornacek joined the team. That is true. And then they were, I think that first year, he, they may have been one over. Um, yeah, I think they, they had won just – won over 500, I I think, and and then from that point on, they were just flat out, just dominant, road and in home.
0: It is fun to look back at the 94, 95 team that won the record. So the record-setting win, Carl Malone played 45 minutes, John Stockton had 38, Jeff Hornacek, now on that team, as Ron was talking about, played 36. Malone had 28 and 15 against the Sonics. Tom Chambers started that game along with David Benoit, so Chambers started at center. The Jazz were playing small ball before you even knew it. They must, it must have been the year Felton Spencer. It might have been the year Felton Spencer tore his Achilles, Achilles, Achilles so they'd run Achilles. out of a center. Yeah. Antoine Carr, Adam Keefe, Jamie Watson, John Crotty, and Brian Russell playing six minutes against Detlef Schrempf, Gary Payton, Sean Kemp, Kendall Gill, and Nate McMillan. Sam Perkins and Vincent Askew, you if you're wondering, this Jazz with that small lineup that night went six of ten from three.
6: That, that is hilarious. They took that a lot funny. of threes,
0: didn't they? They <laughs> took six of 10. Oh the goodness. Sonics took four of 20. Six of 10. Or took five of 20. As Sam Perkins took seven himself. George Carl's club. That was a good matchup. Jazz were 31. And Jazz came into that game at 30 and 10. And the Sonics came in at 28 and 9. So that was a that was a big one at Key Arena. And the Jazz on that night set the franchise record for the most consecutive wins. 15 straight. In franchise history, Wow. Well,
2: that was a good Sonics team. I remember
1: that team. I'll tell you what—they are—they are really good on 2K.
0: Oh, that I go to that
1: old Sonics
2: crew. Yeah, I'll pick
1: them. Well, up. yeah, because
0: you can get Gary Payton. Oh, a low pick and roll to Sean Kemp, and you can bring down the house with a boom shakalaka. Now,
2: now, did you play with the Pointer Sisters going in the background? That's what I want to know. Oh my god, she video brought game, one out. Yeah, of, we we found that out last year. That's video Tecmo game Bowl. music. That was Tecmo oh, that Bowl. was Tecmo Bowl. Yeah, that's with,
0: right. With award-winning, you know, actually, so that. College roommate, just this is somewhat topical, who I used to play Tech Mobile with, with our um, Alf cutout and Michael Jackson cutout in the room while the Pointer Sisters were playing. It was quite the <laughs> college dorm room. We went through this last yes. year, didn't we? So we just I just want right. to <laughs> give a shout out to that, my college roommate, because he is a TV producer. And for many years, his job was the Monday night football and Sunday night football replay truck for John Madden. Ooh. Wow! Uh-huh. So John Madden had his own replay truck and w- and this guy's job would be every Tuesday or Wednesday. He would fly to Madden's house. They would spend a day reviewing film and then get in the bus together to drive to wherever the game was because Madden wouldn't fly, would never fly <laughs> and continue to review film and get ready for the game. And so Mark's job then was on every single game to know exactly what John Madden wanted that night from spending that week of games with him. And I texted with him this week about it. And he just was like, you know, Hey, it was, I'm sad, but it's one of the greatest gifts I've ever gotten in my life that I got that many hours with one of the great people in the world. So
2: what a rad gig. That is so cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Sign me up for that. I thought we had good gigs. Yeah, that was our,
0: that was our, that was our college dorm room. Oh. Or college college roommate. That's pretty so, cool. And yeah.
2: Tecmo Super Bowl was a great game. Yes. And the Jazz played a great game. This was a big win without uh, the, their bigs tonight, I thought.
0: Uh, Jazz ended up outscoring, if, I think this is right, 20. Let me just make sure we're right on this. So Jokic finished the night minus one, which means the Jazz were close on it. Uh, outscored the Nuggets by five in the minutes when Jokic was off the floor.
6: So, um, he only gets four points in the fourth quarter.
0: Yeah. I think he wore out in the third. I mean, I think he tried to, he tried to will the nuggets back in the game without, without a lot of reinforcements and, um, you know, really did a good job. You know, jazz wore him down. I'll tell you what, this is a great win for the jazz. I'm blown away by Nick. I I know we probably should be talking about the jazz. How the nuggets are 18 and 17 is an now 18, 18 is an incredible tribute to Nikola Jokic cuz that that is that team's not short that many guys tonight from what they're just they're just short those guys right like they're short Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr and PJ Dozier cuz they're just gone for the until Jamal Murray ever comes back like that's crazy that this team is 500
1: absolutely and it's all a result of him no question
0: now let's go back to the jazz cuz that's Jake's right i think the story of this is Here we watch bogey who at times gets like three shots and a half. Suddenly there's a gap tonight. Our pick and roll game's not going to be there the way it usually is because our pickers aren't there. So what do we have? We have bogey in the post bogey making plays. He scores 36 tonight and makes one three the entire night. Like his game when Donovan and Mike Conley are running and Joe Ingles is to stay in the corner and hit catch and shoot threes. That's not going to be available tonight because they're switching everything, and he has enough of an answer to drop 36 with 1-3. Holy smokes. What versatility.
1: Uh, and tonight we saw it late, like he did it in every single way. Came off curls, got to the rim, his mid-range game, post-ups. I mean, he's just... And he's such a better finisher. I remember when he first got here and he could not finish. Um, he's done a great job at making that a real strength because he he made some nice finishes
0: tonight. And 30. 30- Five-year-old Rudy Gay worked his way to 16. What is it? What was he finished with tonight?
2: Uh, let's see here. Rudy Gay, 18. 18, 7, and 1. Well. And two blocks.
0: Four threes. It's yeah. pretty solid. And, you know, the final thing I would leave you with is uh, I think we'll, we may look back at this night. The whole mantra has been better game 70, game at 75, game 80. I think they were close to done with the small lineup, right? It had been brutal, and they got forced to use it again, and it worked tonight.
1: Now, sometimes adversity brings a a gift, right? If you're if you're willing and you go out there and and give it your best.
6: So they, how about this? You find a, a different way of using that lineup because that that's what I saw tonight. Without Rudy, uh, they went to a different style of play. If Rudy would have still probably still been healthy they would have stayed even with rudy on or off the floor they probably would have stayed with the same type of offense meaning middle pick and rolls quite a quite a bit and playing maybe playing off of um off off of rudy gay uh we saw rudy gay on the wing quite a bit tonight and so maybe playing just a little bit different might benefit that small lineup a little bit more
0: and the pick and pop when they didn't when they were kind of doubling the ball early Mm -hmm. was fabulous All right. Have fun, you guys. All
2: right, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. 115-109 to is your final. We're breaking it down next on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night postgame show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott coach, Tim Lacombe. Jazz win tonight, shorthanded. Still come away with the victory, 115-109 to over the Denver Nuggets. No Rudy Gobert, no Hassan Whiteside. They had to tape it together a little bit. Got a big-time performance from Boyan Bogdanovich, 36 points, 13 rebounds, four assists in 40 minutes of play. Has uh, really took advantage of some mismatches. Duh. Rudy Gay had 18. Donovan tonight had 17, but struggled a little bit, 8 of 22 from the field. Um... Royce O'Neal with a double-double, 13 points, 11 rebounds, and 5 assists. Jordan Clarkson with 13 coming in off the bench, and uh, we're able to. I know uh, Nikola Jokic, coach, had a triple-double, but boy, if you would have told me that Rudy and Whiteside were not going to play and Jokic would only have 26 points, I would have called you crazy. He had 26 points, 21 boards, and 11 assists, but for the most part was not dominant in this game, I did not think.
1: No, I thought the prep, you know, the way the Jazz uh, took him on, double teamed him, really made him play in a crowd, and didn't give him just those easy, easy ones down on the rim repeatedly. I think that's why Ron said he didn't feel like, you know, it didn't feel like one of those nights, because we've been through one of those nights where he puts 36 on you. Um, but only a couple points over his average for the season. And yeah, the Jazz have to feel really good about how they guarded him tonight.
2: And he was minus one while he was on the floor. Which
1: is, again, a huge, like, that's a huge number, because we talked about that. When he's on the floor, they're a markedly better team, so uh, I, I thought the Jazz had a great effort, great game plan and a great effort.
2: And I, I think David's right. I mean, there's just not a ton around Nikola Jokic, and Jamal Murray is the biggest one, but uh, they, they don't have a whole lot of weapons. Uh, you, you certainly saw um, Monty Morris come, on, come in and have a an nice game, 7 of 13. He had 20 points, you know, 5 of 9 from 3, played uh, a little bit above his head, but just not enough. He just, you know, Jokic is great, but they don't have enough guys on that team right now.
1: No, but I, I will tell you this. I mean, the game was just about to get away from him, and he was going to sub out right there at the end of the third. And he got the ball and faced up determined, you know, at, at the top of the key, and the, and it was pretty guarded pretty well. And he just willed himself to an and one. Um, and, and that's a big reason why, like I talk about this team, I think they're going to be in the playoffs because of that type of effort. I, I think he understands – that they need more from him and and I think he's got you know we we've, we've
2: seen what he can do and uh you know what coach you were entirely correct now 12 and 1 predicting arby's nights goes from 11 and 1 to 12-1, and one. predicted in an Arby's night tonight and is absolutely correct. Every time uh, the Jazz score 111 or more points in a game, Utah Jazz app users score a free Arby's Classic Roast Beef Sandwich the very next day. Download the Utah Jazz app, turn on notifications, and visit utahjazz.com slash big. To learn more. And they got there, coach. But I thought this was going to be way more of an offensive game than it turned out to be. Credit, uh, you know, credit the Jazz for scrapping and playing hard because I thought Denver was going to score a bunch of points tonight, and that didn't turn out to be the case.
1: Just like the Jazz did a great job, I thought Denver, you know, kind of they switched the Jazz and and made things unpredictable for them. Uh, they, They made it especially hard on Donovan, you know, face guarding him, trying to keep the ball out of his hands. But I think it just speaks to how special Bojan is. I mean, we talk about um, him and his versatility, but he really is. Just watching the replays uh, while we we're sitting here in the studio as the as the game went uh, to commercial, there he just he does everything that you need. He's got a great understanding of space and how to play. And I love he has four assists, one turnover tonight.
2: And that you know, talk about ways to attack a switching defense if you can get. Uh, Bogdanovich Bogdanovic with a mismatch, and he can just back his dude, de- dude down and hit that turnaround jump shot. I mean, that was deadly tonight. That was unstoppable. Denver had to start running two guys at him, and then all of a sudden, you're getting other guys open shots.
1: Yeah, it's exactly right. I mean, whether it's a ball screen or throwing it in him in the post, you, you're looking for how can we play an advantage? How can we get head to the rim? So pound that post, pound. Pounding in the post, I
2: believe. There was some of that tonight. There was indeed. 115-109 to is your final. The Jazz are victorious over the Denver Nuggets. They now have won their 10th consecutive road game. Uh, We'll say goodnight now to our network stations. Uh, They'll go for 11 in a row on the road coming up on Friday night. Uh, they're going to be in Toronto to take on the Raptors. Let me make sure I get our game time uh, correct here. Uh, they will tip things off on Friday night at 5.30. For those of you sticking around with us, we've got post-game sound for you, and we'll continue to break this one down next on the Jazz Radio Network.
0: Catch and shoot three. Ah! The clock is at zero, and another Utah Jazz game is in the books. This is the Jazz Postgame Show. Angles underhand scoop to Codley. Back out to Joe. Fires the three! Presented by Mark Miller Subaru. Donovan Skies and Hammers! Now with the recap of tonight's game, here's Jake Scott and Tim Lacole.
2: Jazz game night post game show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, coach Tim Lacombe with you. Post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru Ways campaign. Featuring real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share at MarkMillerSubaru.com. Dot com. Jazz win tonight over the Denver Nuggets, 115-109. to 109. No Rudy Gobert, no Hassan Whiteside, no Joe Ingles, and yet the Jazz still come away victorious behind 36 points from Boyan Bogdanovich. And, uh, Coach, usually we don't get right to the master of the glass, but I want to tonight because for the first time this season we have a master of the glass who is not Rudy Gobert, and I love it, who's the master of the glass tonight. So uh, let's get to that. Brought to you by Safe Light Auto Glass, local vehicle glass expert here for another great year of basketball. Proud to be the preferred auto glass partner of the Utah Jazz. Safe Light Auto Glass is also proud to present this year's master of the glass rebound program. At the end of the regular season, Safe Flight will donate $5 to a charitable organization for each rebound secured by this year's team rebound leader, and uh, he was uh, the player of the game, certainly for the Jazz tonight. In 40 minutes, your master of the glass tonight, Boyan Bogdanovich, 13 rebounds to go along with his 36 points, and he also added four assists. Honorable mention goes to Royce O'Neal, who had 11 boards. And I wondered how the Jazz were going to make up for Rudy and Hassan on the rebounding tonight, and who knew it was going to be Boyan Bogdanovich to step up and pick up the slack.
1: Well, is it, the crazy part about it is we've said we've said that a lot. Those two two phrases. Um, you know, Bojan has done a great job, particularly when there's been guys out, you know, stepping up his game a little bit. I think he understood the importance tonight of coming, uh, you know, into this game with a physical mindset. And 13 rebounds is phenomenal. I mean, absolutely phenomenal for Bojan. It, it shows so much growth in his game. And, um, you know, I just love it. I love that he's our master of the glass.
2: Should we get to coach? It's time to go back to Denver and hear from Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder.
1: Hey, Coach. Um, what
6: was the, the the thing that you were most impressed with tonight from your performance?
7: Um, I, I thought there th- there were just a lot of a lot of good things. Um, you know, beginning with Doak, you know, finding out uh, just today that we wouldn't have either Rudy or Hassan, and for him to come in and his first NBA start um, to play against, you know, arguably the best player in the world right now. Um, and, you know, I thought the minutes that he gave us were just really important minutes, um, you know, particularly at the beginning of the game, but then again, you know, during the course of the game, um, you know, because we were, we were thin (laughs) at that position. So, um, I thought, you know, Boyan's really settled us. Um, scored a lot of different ways for him to have, I don't know how many he had tonight. I think 34, I can't put my glasses on. Um, and only hit one three, you know, it says a lot about his efficiency. Um, you know, Royce and Boyan both with double figure rebounds. Um, you know, that's something that, that we've, we've talked about and without, you know, Rudy or Hassan out there again, um, for those guys to step up and, and rebound like that was was obviously really, really important. And then, you know, lastly, to turn the ball over seven times. You know, I, I think, you know, we've talked a lot uh, about the possession game and that, you know, even when you don't shoot well, you know, we're 14 of 41 from three, um, you take care of the ball and rebound the ball um, and try to defend and, you know, good things can happen.
5: There, Todd. Quinn, as far as wins go, like you said, you were really, really short and thin tonight. And I I'm wondering where this sort of ranks um for this season. I mean, for the guys to be able to like come together and put together this win uh, without so many of the key guys uh on the court.
7: Well, it it's hard to to rank. Um it feels like the 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 biggest win right at this moment, you know. I, I think it's certainly the most unique game that, that that we've won this year. And I think, you know, particularly the way that, that we played and um, the way that we were able to win the game with some of the things that, that I mentioned previously. So, um, you know, it, it was a big, big win under, under you know, dif- different in addition to difficult circumstances.
8: Eric Walden. Quinn, as you mentioned, obviously, uh, Jokic is having an incredible season. But um, what was kind of the plan in terms of defending him with uh, Rudy Gay and Goat?
7: Well, I, you know, I, I think he he's not someone, you know, in, we talk about defending him and you look at 26, 21 and 11. I mean, so he, he's so difficult to guard um because he does so many things um you know we 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 felt like we needed to commit you know two guys to him um you know in a variety of ways and and we tried that um weren't always successful with that you know whether he split a double team or spun away from it um you know but at least we you know we made him work um you know and I think as the game went on we got better, you know, in rotations, you know, and on the weak side, um, know, typically we, we can get, um, very accustomed, like our habits, you know, to, to Rudy protecting the rim and and protecting cutters and, and those types of things. And, you know, in this case, sometimes that, that makes us, you know, more reluctant to, to shift and, and pull over. And I thought that, that was evident, you know, the way they started the game. I mean, they, Everything they just scored in the paint um and uh um, you know I, I thought as the game progressed, you know so it, it it wasn't one guy necessarily, although as you said, you know the whether it was doke or Rudy Eric found himself on him a couple possessions, and you know doing your best to he's just it, it's it's impossible to guard him one on one
5: Last
9: question, Ben Anderson. What did you see from Rudy Gay that made him so affected uh,
4: effective tonight?
7: Well, you know, we've we've played, you know, Rudy at the, you know, at the five, you know, at times this year. Obviously, out of necessity tonight, that was the situation. It's something that we've, um, you know, tried to work on, um, but but haven't had a game like this where they're they're really, you know, we didn't have Rudy and Hassan, obviously, and and it's a it's a different look. Um, you know, I, I thought. You know, things that that I think we all know, his ability to pick and pop, you know, puts pressure on the defense. They began um, to rotate, you know, to him from the opposite side, which opened some things up. Um, And then, frankly, when um, after he'd hit a couple shots, they switched the matchup and, you know, then he was spaced. And I thought Royce did, you know, a terrific job when, you know, Jokic, they were treating Royce like the five. So. I thought those two guys, you know, and our guards, you know, beginning to get a, a better feel, um, you know, find how to take advantage of matchups. You know, I, I thought that also happened with, with Boyan tonight as well, where, you know, there was some recognition and, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, ball movement and, and running, and we, we want to do those things, but, but there's times when um, you you need to be more deliberate and we haven't had that with that particular group. So um, you know, meaning we haven't we haven't been able to execute at the level that we want with those guys. And I I think, you know, when you play more minutes a certain way, guys just you know they begin to figure some things out. There's Jazz head
2: coach Quinn Snyder after his team pulled out the to win tonight, one fifteen to one o nine. Coach Comb, your thoughts on what we heard right there? He just seems proud of the guys' effort. You know, first thing he talked about was
1: you know Doke having. Um, you know the poise to go out there and deal with a start, and not just a start, but off of an injury that looked, you know, pretty scary. Um, and then, oh, by the way, you're gonna you're gonna go up against the Joker. So
2: go I mean, guard the MVP today. Yeah, I mean,
1: there was a lot. Have sta- a day. There was a lot <laughs> stacked against him, and and he was fatigued. He got really fatigued, which I totally get. Um, but man, I thought he competed and did a nice job. But it it really does just make you feel you know excited because it was a real challenge that the guys were facing tonight without without Rudy and Hassan and they did a great job absolutely great job
2: i like seeing guys take advantage of of having an opportunity to get in there and do something he had a tough ask tonight and i'm with you i i thought he went out there had a bunch of energy it, it, you would have thought he would have grabbed a few more rebounds uh, what did he end up tonight with, uh, just one rebound, I think, but did have a career high five points, had a couple of dunks, made the free throw he was given and, and, uh, did a nice job. I mean, the crazy thing is
1: rebounding is the one thing he can really do when he's, when he's in shape. Right. But I, that was just the major sign that he was so fatigued. And then when he got his, his dunk blocked, I don't know that I have seen that cause he's so big and strong, but. He was so tired, you know, he, he couldn't elevate. So I, I think that rebound number is a little bit skewed because he was, you know, three or four times down the court, he was pretty tired.
2: The Jazz win tonight, 115 to 109. We'll get player sound coming up right around the corner of co- of course postgame is Barati by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru is campaign featuring real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse, and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own. My Subaru more jazz game night, post game show coming up next on the jazz radio network. Jazz game night post game show here on the uh, on the Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, coach Tim Lacombe. Uh, post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share at markmillersubaru.com. Sorry, we we're watching the it was a bad night on the Wizards broadcast. <laughs> we were watching a clip during the break. Apologies. Man, I don't even you know what? I'd even love to explain what we're laughing about, but I am not going to because it is not good. Uh let's uh, let's move on. Let's get to the points in the paint. How about that? Brought to you by our friends at SirtaPro Painter. It's called one 800 go Certa or visit certapro.com That's certa with the C. SirtaPro Painter is proven and trusted experts in painting. Uh <clears throat> let's see here. Points in the paint tonight. Uh the Jazz outscored the Nuggets fifty-eight fifty six, but it was close.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's you got no big guys in there. The Jazz did it what we talked about in the pregame though, they drove it. Yep.
2: They they were able to get deep and then
1: that broke everything out for
2: threes. It did. It felt like uh it, they were uh cutting the ball or cutting well too. Boomer talked about that quite a bit on the broadcast.
1: Yeah, that's something they added, you know, slipping and, and just causing you know, you cut through the lane, you get people's attention, and they lose a little bit of focus. You're able to move the ball. Um, Jazz did a great job of, of dealing with that switch.
2: And again, uh, Bogdanovich had 36 points tonight on a game uh, in a game where he only went one of six from three.
1: And, and that's the crazy part, right? Because we we identify Bogey as a guy who will have big nights, but you know, you would imagine there's going to be some three pointers. He he made up with that with his toughness. Um, you know, went to the line 13 times, made 11 of them, and and like we talked about his rebounding, he was just in a good mindset tonight. I think he knew the challenge, like, hey,
2: um, I, I need to step up,
1: and he did a great job
2: of that. Yeah, he, he certainly did. Uh, it was 40 game. minutes. Yeah, big game from Bogdanovich. Yeah, when was the last time we saw anybody on the Jazz play 40 minutes? So there's your answer.
1: That was the That was Malik Beasley. Because I said, who's
2: going to yeah. be? Yeah, right. It was, it, it was Bogey. It was Bogdanovich. And we've seen it before, right? Well, I mean, yeah. it, it it should not come as a surprise, not at all. And he he has been playing well as of late. Just his efficiency, right? That's the part that's really exciting about that. He he
1: was twelve for twenty. He didn't turn the ball over. Uh, he he was a um, he was a net po- or net. He was actually neutral while he was on the floor. So
2: um, it was great. You know, played with a bunch of different lineups, playing forty minutes. All right, let's get back to Denver. Let's get some player sound uh, rolling. Love it. We're starting here. Made his first career start in the NBA. Last minute, gets the call to go in and guard the MVP of the NBA. How about that? Let's uh, go back to Denver and hear from uh, Yudoka Azabuki.
8: Hey, Duke. Uh So first off, can you just tell us what it was like being out there again? Kind of take us through the day when you found out you were going to start and uh, just what the experience was like of getting your first NBA start and going up against uh, the reigning MVP.
4: Um, uh, it was great. You know, I mean, when, when they first told me, I was, I don't know, I'm not going to lie to you, I was a little nervous and stuff, you know, just coming back, coming back from injury and, you know, you got to play the jug, the MVP. So it's like, man, it was a crazy experience. But, you know, the my, the team, my teammate Donovan, you know, Mike, they talked me through it. You know, they just asked me to, you know, keep my composure. And I'm um, just go out there and play my game. You know the coaching staff did the same. So like it's, it was because I didn't even know till the life like the last minute. You know they was like yeah you're gonna you're gonna be able to start tonight. So for me it was you know it was a great it was a great experience. You know knowing what you know dealing with the injury. You know working working hard to get back and you know like if somebody had told me you know like a month when I got injury, that when you get back you're gonna be start you're gonna start. You know your first game back from an injury. You know, I'll be pretty shocked. But um, you know, it was it was it was great. It was nice to be to actually be out there. You know, with the guys, with the fellows, and uh, you know, to get the win. That was really great.
5: Sir Todd, Doug, how did you how did you feel out there? I know it was your first game back, and you know, trying to get your legs and your wind underneath you. How did you feel at the end of it?
4: Um, I'm I'm all right. It's just You know, I I was a little sore on the ankle, you know, being that this is actually my first time going, you know, yesterday I kind of like, that was actually my first time going up and down the court, you know, did a little five on five. So, you know, this like my first time coming back and actually like playing, it's just like I haven't, you know, really played much basketball and practiced much with the team and, you know, just coming back, I feel, I feel good. I feel really good. You know, I'm a, my ankle is a little sore, but, um, but I'm good. Andy Larson. First of all, Doak,
9: when your ankle first sprained, did you think it was more significant than this, that it would take you longer than a couple of months to come back?
4: Yeah, it did. You know, I it was, he was kind of severe. Just with that kind of ankle sprain, you know, it was a lot on my mind. You know, I was, it was just a lot going through my mind. And um, you know, for me, I just take it one one step at, at a time. You know, I kind of like just kept rehabbing, kept working hard. Even you know, I kind of like doing that process. You know, just ate right, lost a lot of weight. You know, and just try to like get myself ready so when I get caught caught up and you know I'll be ready and stuff. So yeah.
9: And then tell me about kind of the film watching process for this game, right? Like you're instead of just playing a couple minutes, you're playing. A lot of minutes against Jokic, right? So, like, were you watching a ton of film before or kind of trying to figure out what he does best? I mean, tell me about that.
4: No, no. Like I said, it was the last minute and it was right before the game started. That's when, you know, one of the coaches brought me up and was like, yeah, you're starting. So I thought, at first, I thought it was a joke. I thought it was like joking with me. I was like, what, what, what you mean? (laughs) So, but like, no, it was just last minute, you know, just kind of showing me coverages and, you know, how to, you know, guy, guy, the joker. And, you know, it wasn't like a lot of detailed fame watching. And, um, you know, we're just kind of last minute. And uh, just me just going out there and, you know, just trusting my teammates. And, you know, I just, I thank God for everything. that You know, it all worked out and we we got the W. Follow-up from Eric Walden. The dokes. Uh just take us through.
5: How do you feel like
8: you played
4: tonight? Um... I mean i, I think I for uh I did a good game my first time back you know I'm um, being my first time actually playing playing in the I try NBA game like a major minute because I don't I don't think ever since I got drafted up even you know getting a minute to play in the I try NBA game so being my first game and you know just coming back from injury you know I can't I'm not gonna beat myself about it I think you know I did I did good you know. I feel like, you know, I I can get better. I feel like, you know, there's a lot of things that I know that I can do better at, you know, and I I feel like just take time. And, you know, when me the opportunity, I feel like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll probably get there.
2: There you go. That's Doke. And I thought he played well, too. He deserves a ton of credit, given the circumstances that he was in, thrown into the deep end, going up against Jokic, uh, coming back from an injury, never having really played meaningful, as he said right there, NBA minutes. And just kind of saying, uh, get in there and do your best. I I thought he did a really nice job. And, he, you know,
1: consider me shocked, too. He said he, if you had told him two months ago, he wouldn't be starting a game this soon. He, he would be shocked. So credit to him for working really hard to get back. Um, and, you know, I, I agree with him. As he gets more in shape, you know, it's just a great weapon to have. I mean, you said it in the, in the, in the pregame, but that's six more fouls, right? When you get into a... A tough situation. He's a guy you can throw in there, and if he can continue to produce like this and get some confidence, then you you get more trust in him, and
2: and you know it's it's a great story. And you know, boy, would that be a, a good story for the Jazz if they could develop him into uh, you know into a good player? Just because he's had a couple of setbacks in his early career with a couple of in- injuries, and then you know, honestly, he's not the only one on the Jazz team you could throw into this category. You know, I, I, Elijah Hughes comes to mind too, but. Um, you know, coming into the league and then going right into the pandemic where, you know, G League is inconsistent and you just need minutes and practice time and all that stuff that uh, that isn't necessarily in abundance given the circumstances surrounding the league. And it just seems like he's had a few things working against him. And it'd be easy to,
1: to pout, right? It would be easy to feel like, oh man, it's not my shot. But you keep working and you work for opportunities like this. We've said it, I don't know how many nights on broadcast, but when the Jazz have played a team that's been affected by COVID and other injuries, you know, who's going to step up? Who's going to earn an opportunity? And, and those are the things that make this really interesting, you know, while the
2: Jazz deal with a few injuries. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, let's see here. Let's, let's do the foul shot. Chick-fil-A foul shot review of the game. Download a whole new way to Chick-fil-A. Earn rewards with the Chick-fil-A One app tonight. Jazz from the line, 15 of 18. Uh, led by Boyan Bogdanovich, who had thirteen of those eighteen free throws, he was eleven of thirteen. The Nuggets fourteen and fifteen from the line, and that surprised me because I thought Nikola Jokic was going to go to the line a lot tonight. Credit the to Jazz; they they did not uh, need to foul him a ton tonight.
7: Uh,
1: the one number free throw wise that jumps out at me: Donovan did not shoot a free throw. Man, how many games does that happen? And it doesn't happen very often. Um, you know he he's done a particularly as of late he's done a great job of getting to the line and, and making, you know, that kind of another profit center for points. But, you know, it speaks to what Denver was trying to do, you know, switching on him, leaving bodies. And he's a, he's a good teammate. He's certainly going to move the ball if he's got two on him. Um, but that's, that's just an outlier right there that you don't see very often.
2: All right, let's uh, go back down uh, or let's go back out to Denver. Let's hear from uh, the, the man of the night, Boyan Bogdanovich, season-high 36 points, 13 rebounds. Let's hear what he has to say.
6: Why have you been uh, so comfortable in the last, you know, few games? You know, scoring, you know, mid posts, you know, all three levels. You know, just kind of, you know, getting into um, getting into a scoring group that you've been at.
10: I mean, like I said before, I'm just trying to be aggressive. The the Mike and and, and Donovan are looking for me, as well, because they can feel that I'm in a. In good mood and in great shape, especially on the end of the third quarter. Mike was Mike was calling the play after one another for me to post to post, and I saw their their point guard. So so yeah, I'm I mean I just feel feel great. and am I'm, I'm trying to be to be aggressive and do whatever it takes like to to win the games.
5: Eric Walden.
8: Hey,
10: Boyan. Obviously, kind
8: of weird circumstances with no Rudy Gobert and no Hassan available. Uh, what did you see out of the minutes tonight from Doak, from Rudy Gay, from Eric
10: Pascal uh, playing center against uh, Jokic? I mean, big, big minutes from from Doak. His, his first start, I, I guess, with uh, against MVP. So he was, he was really, really ready and, and, and focused. He gave us great minutes. I don't know how he played probably 15 20 minutes so so great minutes for him Rudy is big it's been big time for us whole season just just his versatility both offensively and and and, and kind of defensively I mean and offensively bringing their their big subs so sour point guards and, uh, and the ball handlers got a more more space to 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 attack them so it's both of them did a great job Sarah
5: Todd Boyan, how how big does this win feel, considering that you guys were shorthanded and that you know you you had to really adapt to some weird circumstances today?
10: I mean, big big win for us. We are playing great on a on a road, like you mentioned. With we, we played without two bigs and and Joe, that is that is primary ball handler of the of the bench for us. But uh, like I said, we did a great job. We controlled the controlled the boards and 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 we control our turnovers. I think that is the probably the fewest turnovers that we had a whole season. I think we had less than less than 10. So just taking the care, taking care of the balls. And, and a lot of 50, 50 balls that there were around the floor. There were all, all hours. So I think that that was the, that was the big tonight.
9: Andy Larson. Two question for you, Bojan. First, um, how is it's the mood around the team different now that Joe's tested positive for COVID and you guys finally have someone in protocols?
10: I mean, we are all sorry for for Joe that he's stuck right now here or or, or wherever, but uh, but that's what it is. I mean, we did a great great job as a team. We were the only team in a in the league that didn't have any any cases. So I hope that it that Joe is gonna stay stay kind of the only only case right here, but. Uh, but that's what it is. You cannot, you cannot control it. I mean, we have to, we have to adapt it. Whoever, whoever is out with a COVID or, or injuries and, and, and try to play our game.
9: And then second, I have to ask, uh, you are the jazz resident RSL fan. So they have the news that Ryan Smith is a part owner of them along with David Blitzer. Curious. Uh, how do you feel about that? And then also, you know, you and Demir are like kind of coworkers now, I guess, in some ways, but what do you, what do you think about that?
10: I mean, it's it's great for uh for the city that that they got a uh, that they got got Ryan over there that is really really trying to do something big for uh for both us and and now for uh for RSL and it's also great for uh for all their team because now they have owner finally they're gonna be able to sign to sign the players because they were kinda in uh, in bad bad position with uh with a kinda league owning owning the the team so. Congratulate congratulations to Ryan for, the, for having another team in Salt Lake.
2: All right, there you go. Boyan Bogdanovich uh, used the word that uh, Quinn Snyder used in the pregame, adapt. And he was the one who adapted tonight. He was terrific.
1: He was awesome. And answered the bell. Um, you know, one of those guys, like we have talked about, can go get you. Like, it's hard to get 36 points in a game. Um, and I think you know when fans want to be critical of him not guarding or, you know, are guarding is or keeping guys in front of him. Certainly, he's he's. Yeah, I think he's giving a great effort. Um, but you got to keep in mind nights like tonight where he's just you know he, he does things that other guys can't do.
2: Post game is brought to you as always by our friends at Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru Is campaign. Featuring real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers, Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some stories, share your own. MySubaruWiz.com Jazz win tonight, 115 to 109. We'll get you more player sound coming up next on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night post game show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, coach Tim Lacombe. Post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes, learn more, and share at Subaru.com. 115 to 109 is your final. The Utah Jazz take care of business tonight over the Denver Nuggets, uh, led by Boyan Bogdanovich. 36 points, 13 rebounds, 4 assists. Uh, big night from Rudy Gay, 18 points, 7 rebounds. He also had an assist in it on 6 of 9, shooting 4 of 7 from 3. Uh, Royce O'Neal with 13 points, 11 rebounds, 5 assists. Uh, this might have been Royce's best night of the year. I thought he was, uh, he was absolutely terrific. But how about this, Coach? And this is a number that you kept an eye on the whole game. The Jazz only had 7 total turnovers tonight. It's pretty interesting, isn't it? I mean,
1: because... And Denver's not a great defensive team, but they were switching. They were giving the Jazz different looks, and I thought they handled it well. They passed the ball extraordinarily well. I thought got, you know guys saw where the opening was and then, again, utilized the ability to attack the rim to open things up. And so took care of the basketball. It was, it was one of the best nights the Jazz have had all year, um, taking care of that, that ball.
2: Yeah, and it it certainly makes a difference in a game where there isn't as much of a margin for error, right? I mean, you're not going to get as many offensive rebounds out there likely without Rudy and Hassan Whiteside. They did grab eight, um, but just, uh, you know you can't give Jokic and Denver extra possessions to go out there and make hay, and they, they did a really nice job of that. And as interesting as it is, you know, didn't didn't do a whole
1: lot of ball screening, um, you know, spaced the floor more and, and played five out, but they still have a one sixteen point two offensive rating. And they hold Denver to a, a league average 110.1. So, again, uh, a really good effort by the Jazz.
2: Jokic uh, was really good tonight, of course, with a, with a triple-double. However, they did the Jazz did limit him to uh, just 26 points. And I say just, but in a game with no Rudy Gobert or Whiteside, uh, I certainly expected that to be a lot more. But 26 points, 21 rebounds, and 11 assists. Will Barton had 20. Uh, Morris had 20 coming in off the bench, and, uh, you know, Denver shot the ball all right, 48%. Uh, but the Jazz, you know, had a little bit more. And and guarded Jokic as a team. We talked about
1: that as being a key. Uh, they definitely did that. It wasn't, he didn't end up isolated down on a guy very often where he could just turn and lay it in like we see a lot. Um, you know, limit him to, like you said, limit, it's a funny word, 26, but I, I really thought he could have 40 tonight. If, you know. I did, too. So great job by the Jazz executing.
2: And the Denver even found a little momentum uh, getting him in the pick and roll and uh, getting him rolling to the hoop, and the Jazz adjusted to that, too. They really did. Adapt. That's, that's the word tonight. The Jazz hey. adapted well.
1: And, and I'm telling you, it's, the way seasons go, you, you get strength. You get confidence. You get uh, better cohesion in a situation like this because guys really have to rely on one another. Time now to go back
2: to Denver. It's time to hear from Rudy Gay.
8: Hey Rudy, so obviously kind of a weird situation tonight with no Rudy Gobert, no Hassan. Um, you wound up having to play a lot of minutes at the five, including some against like real legitimate vibes. What was the experience kind of like tonight having to kind of expand your role like that? Um, I guess that's what it's come to in
11: my career. <laughs> you know, I was talking to Zach Zarbara, the... Uh, uh, the referee, you know, it's like, man, I came in this league as a shooting guard. Now now I'm a center. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, that's just the thing about teams. Like, when you want to win, you have to have somebody step up and do some things that they're not comfortable with. And, um, you know, you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable and try to make as much plays, do as much as you can in whatever, whatever position or whatever role you have. So, you know, I just wanted to get this win. That's all it's about.
5: Sarah Todd? Rudy that um, there were guys tonight like Doug he had to come in at his you know, first game back from a pretty bad injury and he starts and he's playing against Nikola Jokic uh, Eric has been out for a few days because he was with his family and he comes back and he's got to play a pretty extended role and step up because you guys are shorthanded what can you say about kind of down the line the different ways that guys came in and, and contributed tonight
11: It just goes to show how deep our team is and um how many different things you know are you know people can do on this team? You know we, you know I played it since a dope started. Um, EP just came from you know having his son. Congratulations to him, by the way. Um, you know everybody stepped up. You know uh, Bogey stepped up. You know Royce played great. We just played good basketball. We moved the ball around and we played with each other. And um, you know this is so the league how deep this team can be. So oh, it is. Excuse me.
9: Andy Larson. Yeah, I'm just curious, like what it's like physically to play against Nikola Jokic, given how big it, big he is.
11: <laughs> uh, yeah, he's 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 the MVP for a reason. <laughs> Let's just say that he's really good, man. He's uh, you know, um, you know, he's he's changed the game for, for big You know, he does everything. You know. Um, you know we gave him a lot of respect as he deserves and um you know he still had a pretty good game but you know the biggest part is you know trying to limit him the easy stuff and, and and make other people hear this and uh, our game plan worked
5: okay last one follow-up from sarah todd considering what you just said about about Jokic, how do you think that doke did tonight
11: i think they're pretty good um you know, I don't think people understand how, how how big Doke is. but He's a pretty big guy, too. And, you know, and his job today was make it hard for for, for, for Jokic. And, uh, you know, he did that. He went out there and did his job and, and, and contributed to a win today.
2: That was Rudy Gay. Um, Rudy said some interesting things right there. And, of course, he was, uh, he was very good tonight off the bench. 18 points in 29 minutes, 6 of 9 from the field, 4 of 7 from 3. Seven boards, an assist, and a steal. Two blocks for Rudy Gay. I mean, he was just moving. But you know what he said there at the end about Doke? Doke is huge. If you have not seen Azabuki in person, he is giant. And, and Nikola Jokic is giant too. And so you, I don't know if you really appreciate exactly how big Doke is until you really get to lay eyes on him in person. I mean, he is giant.
1: And usually, you know, the one thing
2: he really has going for him, he's always been in really good
1: shape, and he's always been able to explode. Um, You know, he's a great jumper. As that first lob they ran, he was able to get that and dunk it. But he was exhausted, you know, most of the game. So, again, play yourself into shape. You got an opportunity. Uh, I was really proud of him. I thought he he played with, um, you know, with poise, I think that would be the word I would use. Um, it, it had to have been a crazy, crazy challenge, uh, but, but I thought he faced it really well.
2: And Rudigay himself, I'm sure, is still trying to, you know, determine his fit with his team and his role and all those things that can be a little bit challenging as, uh, as we've seen over the years with different players. But the nights that he feels comfortable and has energy, has a little pop. And I don't know what the difference for him is, or or necessarily is not. But tonight, I mean, he made a bunch of athletic plays. He was really, really good. Yeah, I
1: mean, the very first play that when he checked into the game, he was able to get a steal. You know, he, he made a really nice uh, deflection on a pass, chased it down, got all the way to the rim, and then dumped it to Royce. And unfortunately, Jokic blocked his shot. Um, but like you say, that that is there. There is a different kind of where he he seems more comfortable and locked in. Uh, just like Boyan, he stepped up his game and knew the Jazz needed it, and it had seven rebounds and 18 points. That's um, it's just great play, and it's why you sign a veteran like
2: him. And a big storyline is the small ball lineup finally working, even though they had to go to it. And I don't know if you can really diagnose tonight's game with the lineups and stuff that they had and, and say anything worked or did not work, but I thought Rudy Gay in particular had a good game.
1: No, he did. Um, I, I kind of believe what Locke said. You know it's crazy when I think back of our on our career, um you know coaching, I think about just the the lessons you learn along the way, and this is one where you know, like Dave said, they may look back at this and say, um, you know tonight was a night where we gave we 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 could we didn't give it a chance. We had to play that lineup and you know for a, a extended period of time, and we had some success with it, and we saw something different. We saw that drive. The five out spacing and, and you know, I thought it, it worked
2: really well. Yeah, it it did work very well and, and Rudy Gay is gonna be a big part of that if that lineup uh is is going to work going forward. So Jazz win tonight, one fifteen to one oh nine. Over the Denver Nuggets uh, post game is brought to you by our friends at Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru is campaign featuring real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own at mysubaruis.com. <clears throat> Coming up next, we will get Coach Lacombe's uh, final thoughts tonight before we turn the page and take a look at the Toronto Raptors. Jazz game night post game show right here on the Jazz Radio Network. <laughs>
0: to Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich penetrates. Jokic lets him go. Bogdanovich hammers with a left hand.
2: Jazz game night post-game show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, coach Tim Lacombe. There's your play of the game. Uh, Brought to you by Larry H. Miller dealerships for service sales and selection. LHMauto.com. Driven by you, our guy David Locke bringing you to the play of the game, as he does every single game. Great job, as usual, by David. Post game is brought to you by our friends at Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru Ways campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share at markmillersubaru.com. Jake Scott, coach Tim Lacombe with you. 115-109 is your final. Jazz win their 10th consecutive road game. They beat the the Denver Nuggets uh, tonight. Bogdanovich led the way, 36 points, 13 rebounds. If you're just joining us, season highs for him in both of those categories. Rudy Gay, 18, seven boards coming, <clears throat> coming in off the bench. Donovan Mitchell tonight, 17 points, struggled a little bit, shooting eight of 22, one of nine from three. Uh, Royce O'Neal with a double-double, 13 points, 11 boards. He also had five assists. And then Jordan Clarkson with 13 coming in off the bench for the Nuggets. Nikola Jokic, 26 points, 21 rebounds, and 11 assists. Uh, Will Barton with 20, and uh, Monty Morris had 20 coming in off the bench. Aaron Gordon added 17, but uh, it, Gordon was hot in the first half, kind of disappeared there in the second half. Coach,
1: yeah, he did. He, um, you know, he he's kind of a make or miss guy, and he had it going, but um, it was a good thing because you couldn't have, you know those guys making shots and then do Jokic doing what he was doing. So it worked out good. The jazz were able to kind of commit extra bodies and enforce, you know, tougher shots, rebound the ball and go.
2: All right. Uh, before we get your final thoughts, coach, our friend Tyson Ewing has uh, sent us a few stat nuggets. If you want to get to those. Okay. Uh, Tyson, of course, does the stats for the television broadcast. You can follow him on Twitter. He's a great uh, Twitter follow at Ty Ewing Two. And, uh, you know, he, he'll share a few nuggets uh, with us in the postgame, which is nice. You ready? I'm ready. Uh, Boyan Bogdanovich had one double-double through his first 568 games of his career. He has had two double-doubles over his last four games. Unbelievable. Playing great. Uh, we were talking about the small ball lineup. Uh, when that was out there, Utah shot 52%. Denver shot 46%. And the Jazz were a plus 14 we take that as a W tonight. See a win within a win, and then uh, finally, uh, this was Royce O'Neal's ninth career double double. The first time he's done it this season, and the Jazz are eight and one when he has a double double.
1: He's he's a special guy. He's a special player, and and we talk all the time about freak athletes. This guy's freak skill. He's just got great skill. Um, does a great job of of
2: finding ways to help his team. I'll tell you what, Royce. Royce is, he's important. He, he has a really important role on this Jazz team. And when he plays well, you can really tell. And when he doesn't play well, you can really tell. And maybe that's kind of unfair, but that's just the role he has. It is. It's a critical role. And to get, you know, for him
1: tonight, he was, he was like a kid in the candy store. He got 12 shots. You know, we've seen nights where he gets two or three, you know, and, and he's got to be good in those two or three. So good for him. You know, it was five for 12, made three threes. But more importantly, again, J- knew the Jazz were undersized, knew they needed
2: his, his help on the glass, and he got 11 rebounds. He does that. When, when the team needs something, he's, he's somebody who's going to go out there and he's going to do it. It's the reason he's in the, it's the, he's in the league. It's the reason he's a starter because uh, somebody's got to go out there and do that stuff. And, 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 he, and he, doesn't, does. like, he doesn't require shots. You know? He can right. go out there and give you that
1: effort, rebound like he does, play you know, on, the, on the toughest defensive assignment, and be okay with two or three shots.
2: Team guy. Rare rare to find. Team guy. Absolutely. All right, Coach Lacombe, let's get a few final thoughts from you on this one. Is it Jazz win? The road streak continues, man. It's it's really cool to see and and like
1: I mentioned, after the game, they've done it a lot of different ways. I mean, they've been healthy, uh, but they've won games on the road without Mike, and they've won games on the road without Joe, and now Rudy and Hassan. Uh, Certainly the last road trip they went out, they swept without Donovan, so it's great. It's great for everybody. Um, I think it is, like Quinn said, it's a it's opportunity to to challenge yourself. Um, and they did adapt. I thought that was the key word of the night. They adapted tonight, found a a way to play with a totally different lineup, but but have the same result.
2: Adapt. I like that. We should we should find those words. Resolve and adapt. Resolve and adapt have been good ones for us uh, thus far. That is for sure. All right, the Jazz win. They beat the Nuggets' 10th consecutive road victory, 115-109. We want to say thanks to David Locke and Ron Boone for calling all the action tonight. Hey, they were up here with us uh, in studio. They were in the studio right next door. It was good to see those two jokers tonight. I was, I was tempted to ask for Booner's autograph, but I didn't. They, well, I think he charges true. for those things, doesn't he? He's probably at least 50 bucks. That's 50 bucks a He's pop. He's like Pete Rose, man. he sit out here and
1: <laughs> sign stuff.
2: And give it away. Well, he's got to have that, uh, uh the, the clubhouse money, you know, that uh, you, you got to buy that uh, the round of Arnold Palmer's that's after right. the round's over, right? 19th you hole. know Exactly, that's what I'm saying. You got to have a little cheese for that. We can't blame the Booner, but it was good to see those two guys tonight, that is for sure. Thanks to the broadcast assistants who helped us out tonight. Thanks to Jeff Carroll, executive producer of Jazz Game Night. Thanks to Mark Miller's Subaru, who is the title sponsor of the post game show. Uh, the My Subaru Is campaign features real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse, and each has a unique story to share. Read some of the Mark Miller Subaru owner stories and share your own at MySubaruIs.com. And of course, thank you, Coach Lacombe. A lot of fun tonight. Uh, we laughed tonight, man. I'll i remember tonight. It was a good night. And congratulations! You're now twelve and one on uh, predicting the Arby's. We'll keep it going. Maybe we'll get a, you know, some sort of endorsement
1: deal for I think free we roast beef. <laughs>
2: Rostradamus strikes again. (laughs) 115-109 to is your final. The Jazz beat the Denver Nuggets up next. The Jazz will be in Toronto to take on the Raptors on Friday night. That game will tip off at 5.30. Pre-game coverage begins at 4.30. And, of course, you'll hear it all right here on the Jazz Radio Network.